Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 51 of The Usual Podcast, the podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me is my co-host, Will, making a weird face. How you doing, buddy? We're day drinking. Day drinking on Deadpool Day. Um, so yeah, we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages during the daytime. Uh, we are pre-drinking, getting ready for Deadpool. Yeah, we are. And Will, what are you drinking? I am drinking Newcastle's Brown Ale. Nice. I... Um, uh, well, I had one left from the Super Bowl. I was going to save it for today. This is the Apocalypse IPA from Ten Barrel Brewing Company. It's lovely. I find it ironic that you're drinking Apocalypse on Deadpool Day and not X-Men Day. Well, I mean, everything can't sync up all the time. Well, can you find a beer that said, like, at least Colossus? That's the best I could do. All right. Thanks for uh, putting down my beer. <laughs> well, I, I just do that because it's an IPA. <laughs> like a man beer, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to bring up that study I pointed out a couple months ago? Uh, before we get started, if you have comments or questions, <laughs> you can find us at theusualpodcast.com, email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com, and find us on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, and Swotor Network. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I am Real Griggs. iTunes, Situated, Google Play. Find us there. Rate us. Love us. Download our stuff. Thank you. Keep the reviews coming. We would like more, but, I mean, we're perfect score, so I mean, I'm not going to be mad. Yeah, we're not going to be mad about being perfect. Oh, that might be a little much. He's brushing off his shoulder. Okay. Uh, we have the timestamps in the show notes for non-Sortor fans. We got a lot of Sortor this week, um, and I'm excited about it. Me too. And I actually, uh, you know, after having a couple of weeks of not playing as much uh, due to computer issues and Wi-Fi issues and whatnot, I still have those things. Yeah. Um, but I forced myself to to get on there, and we had some fun. It's kind of nice to be back. Um, it is. We got Wallach time, but we'll get to that in a minute. Patreon.com slash usual podcast. Uh, we're going to do another drawing on episode 55. I'm going to contact Nick and get those hyper crates out to those who won last week. It was, uh, our, our friend Chinook and, um, John, John Skeen, the man. Awesome. So they are going to get some awesome hyper crates and I have some hyper crate news for you too, buddy. Uh, so we're, we're trying to get to that milestone. So, you know, give us a buck or two an episode. Um, and you can always, uh, you know, 10 bucks an episode for a few weeks and we'll send you some stuff from my wife's shop, Hippies Longstockings and uh, lots of ways to support the show on our supporters page, um, on our website. And I keep saying I'm going to talk about the other ones and I keep forgetting. So we have other ones on there. We have Warby Parker and we also have Gamefly. Um, if you're interested in those things, I have blurbs and stuff for those. I might put them in here otherwise i will talk about them i promise next week but the links and everything are on our website on our supporters page at the usual podcast.com and of course we have audible trial.com slash usual podcast and um yeah man um i'm just gonna say get a free book free right. seriously who does not like free it's dumb if you don't want a free book so you know use our link uh it's on the supporters page but also you know audible trial dot com slash usual podcast um i'm just gonna keep recommending the force awakens since it's still popular right now and i haven't read anything else yeah i'm still gonna be suggesting steve barry's the 14th colony but uh there is some book news that got released uh, this week mm. and i'll be bringing that later up in pop culture and so i might have another recommendation coming soon sweet so we buzzed through that pretty quick uh let's um let's get to sword tour should i should i play the bumper uh i was i wish you would okay do you want to fight I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you. 
if you will only kneel. All right, man. So <laughs> let's get to the community shout outs. Uh, we have two this week that I would like to focus on. Of course, I want to give a shout out to, um, passionately casual, passionately casual podcast. Uh, they published their 14th episode this week and it's called Love is in the Air. Uh, Sakari, uh, the blog we mentioned last week, yes. uh, you know, he's joined the show permanently now. Awesome. Good so, for them. Uh, he, I, I like his accent. He seems like a cool guy. Yep. Um, and I'd love to podcast him with, with him sometime. He gave us a nice little shout out, dude. Sweet. He said, uh, we mentioned him. So now we're mentioning you again and you're awesome. So it's basically the back and forth. It's a, it's doing. a back and forth thing. And on purpose, I might leave you know who out because she felt left out last time. Awesome. So I may not mention, no, Jesse, we love you. Keep, keep um, her, keep her wanting more. <laughs> okay. Uh, so. We want to thank you for the love. Uh, the episode 50 love is basically what we got from them. And, uh, um, very cool. And, you know, we, we like that. Oh, also thank We're you. We're missing for, something. Thank you for the Pinterest love, Jesse. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, that was what I was going to say. Yes. So Pinterest, uh, Jesse, we have to mention Jesse now. Yeah. She, actually, I picked up quite a few followers and I've, and I've started making a much more, uh, frequent and complete postings. Like I actually want. This thing, is your link, not yeah, my usual, personal, right? Because okay. no, it's fine. People are yeah, no, yeah, we don't. We don't, you know, keep it in one place, bro. Absolutely, yeah. So I, I posted this thing this week, which was a couple links to an artist's blog that had uh, silhouettes of Marvel and DC characters, which were really gorgeous. Yeah, cool. And so I put those out there. So nice. So thanks for the shout out on that, and um, follow Will on Pinterest. He's the man on Pinterest. I don't even understand how it works, but I I think people pin stuff. Yes, that's why it's called Pinterest. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. All right, and uh okay, this is this is the one I can't wait for. So our other shout out this week for the Soul Tour community is uh, Bad Feeling Podcast episode one hundred and one came out today, and um it's on, boys. It's, it is on. We're about to feud, apparently. I mean, if the this might be the first Swotor podcast beef post, you know. The actual beefs from back in the day. Are we going to have to bring out some some rhymes to to throw yeah. down? Well, I mean, I don't know if <laughs> look. They remember they're professionals. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we should start once. Like, I we'll mean, we'll we'll spit out some rhymes mm, and and Chuck nope. will come out with some mm. hardcore headbanging crap. And so yeah, we're gonna feud apparently. So boys, it's on. Um, <laughs> we uh <laughs> we take you up on. Oh, so what is it like? You you have to take the glove off and then you slap. Like is that well? That's a duel. You could throw down the gauntlet. Mm. All right. So how are we going to do this feud? They seem confused too. But I think since it's on, it's well, on. I think right? it's that we are the most unapologetically non-fighting people in the world. Well, here's the funny thing about this: they can say, you know, drop f bombs and stuff about us on their show, but if we do it, I have to do a lot of editing. And and here's the thing: well, no one's going to hear it on the show because we. Have control over our potty mouths. Darn you, flibber to gibbet, mm. darn people. That's that's harsh. <laughs> I think they're going to cry. And that's going right at you, Chuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, boys, uh, it's on. So uh, congrats on 100 episodes. And um, Seriously, we're, we're high-fiving over 50, and you guys are yeah, saying, yeah. <laughs> that's cute, boys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think that's why it's on. It's on. Should I say it's on again? It's on. We should do a dance-off. Okay, to give you guys a visual image of what me dancing would be like, do you remember the old original viral video of the fat boy with the Jedi lightsaber? (laughs) That's what I I would be like. How did I know you were going to say that? I got moves, though. 
I can get down. Well, you bust out the booty dance. You know, look, and here's the thing. Let's not get too into that. But yeah. I, if, I, if they're in, look, we have some stuff later. If these guys, oh, here's the thing. We will challenge them. This is, this is the first part. We're going to challenge them to come out to Comic-Con this year. Oh, that's awesome. And we have more information on that later. We do. And I, I will have to say that Marshall does have moves like Jagger, Jagger, hmm. and I might have moves like Jabba. <laughs> uh, that's quality. All right. So it's on. All right. Moving on. We can game, buddy. Yeah. Well, this week was uh, the release of chapter 10. Yeah. Stuff happened. Stuff happened. Mm-hmm. So I will have to say I thoroughly enjoyed the quest to get back HK-55. Yeah, that was fun. That was, I mean, it was Let's really, not do spoilers, though. No, it was, yeah. just, it was really basic, but, dude, it was entertaining. Yeah, it was quite enjoyable. I, I really had a fun time with that, too. Um, Yeah. Uh, that was good. I finished Chapter 10. Cool. So I got the Firebrand. Nice. Good job. Um, which since my I'm main, almost done. Since my main is, a, is a, an agent, that was uh, interesting mm. to have that history come up. I wonder, and I was thinking about that too. Um, I toyed with the idea of that being my next tune, even though it's on the, you know, M side, but again, but I toyed with that idea because I like the dialogue my assassin was having right. with that character, but I think it'd be totally different if it was my agent. Yeah, because you have a history there. Right. Which is very cool. And they, they really do delve into that history, which is awesome. Um, and then last night I jumped on and I ran the Blizz story. Mine was bugged, and I didn't get on last well, night. Well, yeah, it was so. bugged with the uh, with the early release, right? And, and then so when you did the patch for the when you did the Thursday patch, it four point one a right, right? Yeah. So it, I I didn't get on last. Excuse me, things came up. I couldn't get on last night, so I will get Blizz uh, after Wog tonight, probably. It was definitely entertaining to see he and his crew on uh, on Hoth. Yeah, for sure. That would be. I can't wait, dude. They call it a uh, uh, white sands or something like that. So cool. really kind of cool. Um, I I thoroughly enjoyed that. I am loving the increase in mats, uh, mat stacks. Gee, I wonder. I I didn't think you would enjoy that at all. <laughs> yeah. So actually, the whole first night on Tuesday with early release, I didn't even really get into uh, chapter ten. I just consolidated all my mat stacks. I have a story with that. Are you done with your week? I'm just saying, if you're done, and I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on that and continue. And tell yeah, you go for it. it. So Tuesday night, that's all I did. <laughs> I I so here's the weird thing. Here's what I ended up doing. I was obsessed with seeing if I can get all of my crafting mats into my legacy bank. I from, did from every tune. I got them in there, and I had two and a half bays full of stuff, and like that's max stacking everything and everything. So two and a half bays. So now I have all of those in there. And also what I did, so I went to every single tune, transferred everything in. And the other thing I did, um, I don't know if this was a smart move, but I did it anyway. I was kind of tired of all my um, companion gifts everywhere. So I actually, since I'm only running, right now I'm only running uh, Knights of the Fallen Empire on my assassin. Right. I moved all of my companion gifts Yeah, and then you spent assassin. a couple hours just to give them all out. I, I plan, level up yeah, I plan to do that. I've, I've transferred them all over. I mailed them all over. Um, and so... All of those are in one bay, and I have so much inventory space now. I've never had so much inventory space on my main tune because it's been full of everything from legacy gear to mats to companion gifts, everything from the beginning of the game. Right. So I'm I'm pretty amped about that. Yeah. So now, um, because I've got the full five bays unlocked in my legacy storage, um, two and a half of them are or three of them are full. And then right. the other two are about half full because I'm still organizing things. But not only do I have all of the crafting mats in there, but I've got all of the utility stuff like Zios Holodisks and 
Oh yeah, I just I have all that. Yeah, stuff all in that too. stuff is in there. All the stuff that can be used by anybody yeah. else, anything that's not bound, basically. And then, uh, well, not necessarily non gear stuff. And then everybody's personal base is left open for me to put in all the legacy gear and then all of the gear bonus sets. Nice. Yeah. See, I only have one tune right now. My instant sixty actually is my mule right now for all the legacy gear right. I get through alliances. So anything I get alliance gear wise. I've been sending to him and any other legacy gear so that I plan on going through and finding stuff that looks good for those characters and that kind of thing. But that's that's future me. Yeah, well, the first thing that I always do whenever I log in is I just go through all 10 or whatever, the characters that I play regularly, and, you know, just do like 15 minutes of maintenance, right? Yeah. But so what I do is whenever I get legacy gear after unlocking stuff from, from the Alliance... I uh, I throw it into the legacy bank and I just have them pull it out as each one as I log in, so that way it's it's all consolidated correctly. Sweet, um, yeah, man. So what else did I do? I can't wait to craft. My main is a synth weaver, nice, and that was bugged. So just last night I logged in to see, and I had all my at least I had all my my schematics back. But the other thing I did was I transferred all my MK8 stuff to MK9 stuff via right. the vendor, so I couldn't actually craft anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I find that I actually find that pretty funny. Yeah, I actually haven't. I, I've consolidated all my stuff, but I haven't gone to vendors or anything or tried crafting anything yet. And I don't know where to get the MK9 um, schematics yet. I, I maybe maybe that was bugged. I didn't go back to my vendor. I'll have to check. Yeah, because it, I mean, it would make sense. That it would still just be Sith yeah. weaving and armor mech and right. Yeah. Well, I did the HK55 quest also. I'm almost done with chapter 10. Um, and I'm pretty amped about WOG tonight. Um, yes. I didn't get to run last week. Uh, apparently, like, like we talked about, they had a perfect run. So I guess they're amazing without us. And so hopefully we'll both be, uh, you'll see Dread Palace tonight, hopefully. Yeah. I'm really excited about coming back into WOG. It's, like I said, it's been a few weeks off. I might not be able to, uh, do team speak at the same time. Mm. Um, but depending on when, uh, cause we're going to go see Deadpool this afternoon. Oh yeah, that's happening. Um, if I can get home in time after that to try to fix my tower before Wog run, then, but then on the other hand, I've also got to run the 4.1 and 4.1a. Right, the updates, yeah. Um, alright man, so let's get to all the news and the patches and all the stuff. Uh, yeah, because there's a dev stream this week and we'll get to that in a little bit. But. Yeah, our discussion topic this week will be the dev stream that was a couple days ago. Right. Uh, we are recording this on the Friday of after early release and the main launch was last night. Right. So basically I want to look, we ran through a lot of the crafting changes the other day. A lot of them were the same. We're not going to do that. So the patch notes for 4.0, um, I'm just going to kind of, or 4.1, I guess I should say, Glossing. um, I'm going to gloss quite a bit and I'm just going to run through some of the stuff that stood out to me. If you want to throw something out there, cool. I don't want to spend a ton of time here because we got a bunch of other stuff to do too. So yeah, we do. Basically, Chapter 10 happened, uh, Anarchy in Paradise, we know that. Um, new Alliance Alert, Armorasa. Players who were subscribed on January 11th will find a new Alliance Alert on February 9th, which will enable them to acquire HK55, which we talked about. Yeah, we did. And I did that. Yeah, you did. Um, Little Boss is the other new Alliance Alert that I was not able to do yet, but Will did, and that's the one to help Blizz and his new crew uh, defeat a rival gang and bring him to your Alliance, which I can't wait. I love Blizz. There was the crafting update, which um, I'm definitely not going to go through, but of course they put everything up to 550. Uh, yeah, okay. new, new materials, schematics, missions, and all that. Really quick, going back to the little boss thing, and I'm not going to do any spoilers, but to Please see don't. who the rival crew is, 
Seriously, if you could imagine who would you like to see Jawas fight anywhere else in any other species in the universe, this is it. Cool. I can't wait, dude. It's entertaining. Yeah, that's, he got me sold. Uh, let's see. Fix an issue that caused certain type uh, items not to appear in the Galactic Trade Network. So, again, I'm just picking some stuff out here that was fixed. Right. That uh, I guess that wasn't fully resolved, so I'm glad that's happening. Um, this one I found interesting. Revise all speeder piloting items to require level 1 instead of 10. Yeah, because there's still some that said 10. Yeah, I thought they I thought they fixed that, but I guess I guess that's that's cool. Um, well, I'm you know actually what I think it is it's probably older stuff that since they're bringing stuff back in with the chance cubes, yeah, it's stuff that they didn't think that they were going to need to alter that, so they just save the time. And now that they're bringing everything back to the chance cubes, it's all needed. Exactly. Uh, let's see what else do we have here. Players are not able to purchase items from a vendor that require a token um, when that token is in the player's cargo hold, so you don't have to actually have the token on you. Right, so it can be in the cargo hold, not in your, not in your satchel, not in your inventory. Your right. Inventory, yeah. I actually read that different. I thought I read it as a legacy hold for some reason. Right. I remember you saying that last week, and I thought that'd be cooler, but whatever. Uh, so let's see. Correct an issue that caused certain uh, marriages not to be acknowledged. <laughs> I hadn't run across this yet, but that's that's something. The but the downside is is the fix will not work retroactively, um, and provide the missed in, missed in game mail. But any future content will work correctly. So that sucks with people okay. that encounter that, but right. they can't go back. Uh, let's see. Players can no longer toggle off the dusted with snowflakes buff that is received when hit with a snowball. Oh, really? And and there's a couple of other notes below that having to do with the snowball cannon and stuff like that. I didn't include in here, but I think the reason being is they, they're trying to slow how fast people get parcels. Yeah, because if you just went back and forth, especially since you couldn't only get them from uh, overheated droids now. Right. Um. You could just stand with a buddy and just go back and forth, toggle off hit. Or you can do it with your companion, which I do. You just, you yeah. know, throw, you know, and especially now the cannon's there, you have the cannon and the snowball throw. Um, but you, I don't know. They've been doing it that way for two years. Why change it? I don't know. Well, See, probably because with the cannon, it's a much, uh, it's a much shorter. Cooldown. I guess that makes sense. And people were getting parcels faster. That yeah, yes. makes sense. Um, it's no longer possible to use the slash stuck command to leave operations encounters and avoid receiving the lockout. I had not even considered that. This, well, people used to, people do this. Um, so they can keep going back and doing the boss and they don't get the lockout. Okay. But we slash stuck all the time during a boss encounter. Are we not going to be able to do that? Are we going to have to but wait we till we die? We don't do it after the boss is beat though. Oh, I see. That must be. That's it. what I think would be. The okay. Thing. But if the boss, oh, they're well, doing slash stuck instead of exit flashpoint or exit. Maybe. I don't know. That one, someone will have to tell us that one. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, that's why we're in Wog. Uh, <laughs> Nightmare Ops now dropped 224 rating. We talked about that. Um, but the, each boss has a 5% chance to get the 224. And of course, the final boss has a 100% chance. And if, and on 4.2, they're planning on making that 100% on all the bosses. Okay. So that was, that was that big op change for right. Nightmare that people were upset about. Oh, this is cool. An act dog customization has been added. To the Izar and Jawa junk vendor in the Cartel Bazaar. Oh, really? And I don't have an act dog yet. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't have an act dog either, so I'm going to have to get that so I can get the customization. I want an act dog, bro. Yeah. We want an attack act dog. Attack act dog. New decorations have been added to the final boss of each operation. They have a small chance to drop in story mode, a higher chance in hard mode, and a guaranteed drop in nightmare mode. That's cool. As it should be. Well, but this is cool because we've run all those, you know, EV, KP a lot. Uh, but new decks, new yeah. decos. That's cool. Now it's a reason to go back. Yep. Um, all-star at 60 gear has been buying a pickup, like we've been talking about that was going to happen. 
Uh, tank companions have regained. <laughs> this is funny. Tank companions have regained the ability to shield themselves from attacks. So I guess they lost That's it. It's kind of important. Yeah. Well, if they're a tank, they got to shield something. Uh, corrected numerous instances of incorrect credit and experience missions rewards across the galaxy. So I, I didn't, I have no idea, but I guess there was some inconsistencies somewhere. Yeah. I honestly really don't pay attention. And this is the last two, two more quick things. Corrected numerous instances of incorrect mission scaling. Um, and it, I wonder if I encountered this and, and didn't realize it, but like sometimes you, you'd be on a mission and like it just seemed really hard. Yeah. And it shouldn't be like you're attacking silvers and you're getting your butt kicked. Yes. So I'm wondering if that's it. And this last one actually affected me. And I was talking to somebody in Guild the other night. Um, well, before this, a couple weeks ago, actually. And we were trying to do the weekly, you know, the weekly for yeah, Voska. No, this is you and I were running this. We were running heroics and we did Voska. And we did it. And then like two nights later, we I couldn't was talk- figure out how to turn in the. Yeah. Right. Uh, so and then I was talking to somebody in Guild after that and i'm like yeah we tried it and it and it doesn't work so they fixed that so now um it will update the weekly defending voska um heroics will update so that's nice. good and but the downside is it will reset any missions that you're on right but it is what it is so we had maintenance on the ninth that was for 4.1 uh that was an issue <laughs> it was slated for like four hours and it came up like seven hours after that. Well, you and I were at work the entire time, and so we really didn't notice it. Yeah, it didn't bug me, but there were some people, especially European. Especially um, Europe. Yeah, it was a real issue. And this was supposed to be early access. And I think this is the sticking point with some folks. You know, we were subscribed. Some of us probably would have been anyway. But we were subscribed so that we can get early access, two days. And a lot of people lost at least one day, depending on your 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 time zone. Yeah, and, you know... One of the perks of working in computer labs is I was able to have the the dev blog stream that mm-hmm. Musco was doing. Of course, I didn't get any cartel coins, but um, yeah, it was just constant flood of of Europeans saying we're yeah. losing a day, we're losing a day. And I'm I imagine I imagine they might come back um and say something and and do something maybe about it. I think honestly, if they were smart, they would make it a three day early release on episode eleven. It'd That's a good the, idea. It'd be the easiest fix. I like that idea. Um, so it did eventually come up. Uh, part of the issue was a networking issue, they were saying. Um, and then there was an, another issue. So all issues aside, it eventually came up. By the time I got home, got the kids to bed and everything, I was on. Um, it took forever to download. Um, yes, it did. So, but, but again, since I have actually responsibilities when I get home, by the time I sat down, I was ready to go. But it was, it was, it was late and I got to do my, basically I did my inventory shuffle. Right. Um, but I, I can definitely see how folks in different time zones would have been frustrated. If I was on the East Coast, I, I probably would have been able to play maybe an hour yeah. and then I'd be done. Well, and you were having DC problems up the wazoo. Well, and that was my other issue. Um, I don't know if it was just me. Um, usually I don't have any problem when the wife's watching Netflix in the other room. I'm doing something on my phone. She's on, she's playing a game, whatever. But for some reason that night, and actually since the patch, and I'm really worried about it for WOG, I've had some really frequent DCs. Well, actually, because I always was always the one that had problems with DC. I would DC during WOG, and I only have DC'd once since the patch. And so I don't know. I've always had fine connection. And it's not like my computer is still the same bars. Everything, you right. know, brand new router. Everything seems fine. But since 4.1, I haven't tested it since 4.1a. So... Right. Maybe that's fixed, but, um, it's bummed me out. I DC 20 something times, crashed the desktop at least half dozen times. Um, 
it's frustrating. That was yeah, frustrating. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, you know, and actually kind of going back to uh, a way to reward for the, the lost day and going to the th- my suggestion of the three-day early on uh, episode 11, also making an actual early release instead of a late release for non-subscribers. Oh, okay. So what that would do is if you give, give it to us on the day, Friday. Yeah, you get it on Friday night so you'd have the full weekend to play. Yeah. No, that that would be much better. So uh, you're welcome, Bioware. Um <laughs> So downtime, fun time. We'll allude to this a second ago. Um, while all that downtime was going, Musco was hitting the forums with uh, with uh, cartel coin codes, and he did like little trivia stuff about himself. And this would have been cool had I not, for the first time ever, because I had some car issues and I didn't have my authenticator. Yeah. And yeah, because you broke the keychain part of it, right? Yeah, but I was at work. But because I was doing all these things. Um, with my vehicle and stuff, I just didn't have my authenticator with me. It's on one of those little key fob things from the beginning of the game. Right. And, of course, I couldn't log in to enter any of the codes. So, But he was putting up codes. He was asking cool questions. But people were just – it was a, a filler, essentially. Yeah. You know, I had two issues with this because, like I said, I was doing it from work. Um, and, actually, I have pretty decent connection at work. So, I shouldn't have too much issue with reloading. Right. Um, with refreshing my browser, um, he was either flooding the chat with codes, which was making everything slow down because people were trying. Well, to... Well, people were probably all refreshing the page. Exactly. Or he was asking, and some of the questions were good, and even if they were personal, like you know, where did I work before Bioware? Yeah. yeah. But then he also said, "I, I knew think, a lot of the answers too." That was yeah. Annoying. Well, then, like, but one of them, I mean, it's just no offense, Moscow, but it was like. I think it was Jeff is sitting next to me. What color shirt is he wearing? Yeah, it's like random. Yeah, but that's like, okay, you're spitting out colors. It has no, it's not trivia. Right. It's guesswork. Yeah, and and I think he's just kind of doing his own version of Swotor RNG. <laughs> he's like, who's going to guess the right color? You know, but uh, yeah, there was some issues with it. And he stopped pasting codes in at some point and um was pming people if they got in and you know they got the right answers and stuff like that and i mean it was a fine way to fill time but again not ideal right um there were some other issues chapter 10 wouldn't complete for some people um and uh there was some people who still couldn't patch um there was there was a rumor chapter 10 wouldn't even activate on freedom nod server um really and i think that was something that i hopefully got resolved um, there was a bunch of things. Oh, and there were people that weren't actually that should have been eligible for chapter ten weren't eligible for chapter ten, and so that's why they put out four point one a on Thursday. That was yesterday. Well, they were gonna have a four point one a on Thursday, anyways, to have the non-subscribers. Right, and so same issues with the network. So it didn't really come up when it was supposed to, but they kind of it was not a seven hour window that time at least. Um, yeah, actually, my mm. my four point one a actually uh, downloaded and installed in about. 10 minutes. Yeah, no, it was quick once they got it ready. So here's what came up with 4.1a really quick. Reverted an in- inadvertent appearance change on the Outlander gear sets. Uh, they were colored with the wrong color. That's what I heard, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Uh, corrected an issue that caused uh, Chapter 10 not to put be pushed to eligible players. So hopefully all those people were eligible, you know, that were eligible got it. Um, reduce area slowness in Chapter 10 by correcting an issue with the NPC spawners. I'm... This patch note makes me think that's part of my problem with the with the DCs. I don't know. It's only because I was getting really weird frame rates. Usually I'm like way high frame rates. I have a really nice rig. But 
I was getting re- in some areas. I was getting some really slow ones. Well, uh, this is coming from somebody who traditionally has slow frame rates. And, yeah, <laughs> and uh, well, mine was like going from like eighty or ninety to like twenty thirty. Okay, twenty or thirty would be high for me. I know, <laughs> but I'm amazing. Continue. Um, yeah, the the biggest problem that I was seeing with ten that usually doesn't happen even with my slow frame rates is especially here with the sky troopers because of the way they enter. Right, they would pop up. <laughs> and then they would disappear, and then they would fly in. Oh, that's funny. So they would pop up, and I'd be like, I want to target them, but I can't target them for like another three or four seconds. Mm. Well, hopefully that's fixed. Uh, crew skills uh, correct an issue that caused uh, crafting schematics not to appear in the crafting UI. That was my issue. I, I did check last night. My schematics were there, um, which is cool. So hopefully that will also update my vendor so I can get the chat. Because I actually went to my vendor. Um, after 4.1 launched and I could only see the stuff that I hadn't picked up. And even if I picked it up, it wouldn't show up in my thing. So I don't, I didn't see any new ones though. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I still haven't done any of that. So that's something for me to look at this. We'll week. talk about it more next week. Uh, missions and NPCs. The Alliance alert reclaimed treasure is no longer incorrectly shown in the Alliance UI. Um, yeah, I kept seeing that after, uh, after one, I'm like, uh, I want to play that. Right. Right. Um, and the, Alliance alert shining in the darkness is no longer incorrectly shown either. So though th- that was the update for 4.1a. Um, hopefully all of these things will, will work themselves out. This was a really, really rough update. Yeah. And actually check and Ryan made a really good point about how, um, they had a ton of time on this one. They this should have been the smooth one. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I was going to bring that up too. They, that is a really good point. I mean, they had months 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 and yeah they took december off True. fine but it's almost it's you know mid-february yeah you know so start testing you know start figuring it out ahead of time you know our discussion topic producer live stream yes i didn't watch it um i didn't watch it because look i love these streams but the problem is is lately they've been occurring during work yes usually they they start like 15 minutes when i'm done with work and now they're like two o'clock. And I'm like, oh, I'm right in the middle of class. So anyway, um, I didn't watch it, but they put a nice little update on the website, which is great. So let's talk about this, dude. There's some pretty cool stuff. So community topics. So chapter 10 launch. We know this week has been rough patch, uh, has rough patches with the launch of chapter 10. We're looking internally to improve these processes to avoid things like, uh, this happening in the future. Thanks for all the patience. So at least, you know, they're acknowledging the fact that they screwed up. Yes. <laughs> and the anarchist pack, which I'm, I'm, I want to talk about with you. <laughs> Anarchist pack. We've definitely seen some excitement around the new items in the pack, but the pack reviews have been mixed. Please keep the feedback coming. Um, and the team is always looking to adjust. I bought a hyper crate. I, had, I, bought, I bought a super crate. Yeah. So I bought a bunch of, I bought some, I only needed a few extra cartel coins. I had a, quite a few. So I bought the hyper crate. I haven't opened all the packs yet. They were saying the chance cube was supposed to have a chance. I got two chance cubes in like 10 crates. Yeah, like I said, I bought a super crate, yeah. which comes with five crates, or five packs. packs. I said crates, packs, yeah. Yeah, five packs, and I got six cubes. Yeah, I I mean, I have full sets of armor from back in the day. I got I got a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I got two full sets of armor, a pet, and a mount. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm kind of okay with the chance cube thing, but I felt like I was getting more chance cubes than... I didn't get any really... Except for a couple weapons... I didn't get much from the new 
pack. I got some decorations, some weapons. But yeah, I was really hoping some of those mouths are so badass. I wanted them, but I haven't gotten any yet. I have like five or six more to open. So. Yeah, from the actual packs, I got a, a deco amount and a pet. Yeah, and just That's a, whole not bunch bad. Of, a whole bunch of uh, 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 salvage, uh, salvage gear. Oh, the scraps. The scraps. Yeah. Um, but for the somebody who doesn't junk, normally, yeah. yeah, the Java junks. For somebody who doesn't normally buy a lot of packs, it was kind of cool because. You know, for me being a collections and a achievement whore, it totally it all works. Um, so Musco, since you're listening, um, uh, <laughs> feedback. Uh, <laughs> if you're gonna say there's a chance of a chance cube, maybe make it a chance of a chance cube, not a guaranteed drop. Well, but okay, it's, well, but it's fine with me again. But I would like to have a better chance to get the cooler stuff, not something that I maybe sort of co- sort of liked from back in the day. Okay, two things. The naming of it as being a chance cube is, I think, kind of a misnomer. They're calling it a chance cube because that's a word for dice. Well, of course. Right. But, but they did tell us there was a chance of getting one. Right. I think they can sidestep around this by just saying it is a chance cube because that's just what it's called. <laughs> and your chances of getting certain items are varied. Okay. Therefore, if they choose to let you get one every pack, that's fine. But just the probability of getting rarity of gear is the, pro- the chance. The problem is in the chance cube, I don't think you can get any of the stuff from that current pack. It's only old packs. Right, exactly. Which I don't really like. I would actually I wouldn't mind having still having a chance to get something from the new pack. See, I like the idea of getting the stuff from the old packs because... Just disagree with me. That's fine. Good. No, cool. Yeah. Should we start a feud? Just kidding. Continue. <laughs> Just kidding, dude. Just go. Um, so <laughs> I like it because, as again, somebody who doesn't regularly buy packs, it gives me chance at stuff. It gives me a chance at stuff from previous packs. And you haven't, and I, I've bought a lot of packs from most of the shipments. You know, um, so some of the stuff, and I was when I was bouncing around on my tunes, I have a couple tunes who I was buying cartel hypercrates with, and they've got so many stuff, so much stuff. Yeah, the most of the stuff that I get from older packs is stuff that I buy cheap on the GTN. Right. All right. So, uh, February subscriber gift was the next topic here. And it says, be a subscriber who has opted in to receive emails, which why would you not get emails? They send like one a year. Um, by 214, receive a code for 1,050 cartel coins. That's nice. That's pretty sweet. That'll get you a super crate. That's going to get you some and receive a code, uh, sorry, receive a code you can give a friend, which will give them access to chapter one, the hunt, along with a few level 60. And with a few level 60. There's a typo there, too. I'm wondering what that means. With a few level 60. Had we watched, we probably would know. Yeah. Does that mean you get three level 60 tokens? Hmm. I don't know. Sorry. That was a Oh, you know what? I bet instead of few, it's supposed to be free level 60. Oh, that's probably Because otherwise, you wouldn't be able to do it. Okay, that makes sense. So if you want to opt in to receive emails, you know, go to your account page. You'll figure it out. It's easy. And let's see. So Chapter 11, Disavowed, was the title of Chapter 11. Yeah, this one I find interesting um, because it's going to center. I mean, obviously, it's a trooper thing because mm-hmm. it's Disavowed. Um, and it centers around getting Major Eric Jorgen back, which is cool. Yep. But the thing is, is when you get Eric Jorgen, I mean, spoiler alert, if you haven't read the, the Trooper story. Yeah, it's four years. Exactly. If you, <laughs> when you first get Eric Jorgen, who's your first companion on the Trooper, he had already been demoted and almost disavowed. So it's like, 
yeah. what happened after you left. So it's like, I hope they're not just rehashing a similar story. There's actually something more to it. I hope they're being a little more clever with it than that. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, from the writer stream or from the story stream, Alex Freed has a hand in this one too, doesn't he? I can't I remember. I think so. I think he did too, but I, I don't quote me on that. So that one is coming out on March 10th. They got to stick to that and they got to come better this time. You got to um, come correct. Come correct. All right, so uh, early internal championship, eternal championship is also coming. Uh, we've talked about this before. Ten bosses, five, seven, and ten. You can get weekly missions for that. Uh, rare mountain mini drops. Uh, there'll be a blog later this month. So cool. I'm excited about that. And, and big news. This is big news. So there's a new war zone, which we have been talking about. They're saying that's going to come in April with chapter 12. Yeah. And actually, if we go back to our predictions, uh, I think both Jesse and I had predicted that it was going to be summer. Right. I was saying zone. April. So I'm yeah, the, you, I'm you the winner. It. I'm the winner. And that we thought the ops were going to come in, uh, in September. Well, if I remember what I said correctly, what I was trying to say is they have to come up. They have to give us something by April. And since they announced the PvP Warzone, it made the most sense for them to give it to us then. Yeah, but once they announced the Eternal Championship, I thought that was going to push that that needed window back. A yeah, and it's possible. But um, so anyway, Lana, <laughs> this is cool. Lana Bonica will be voicing this Warzone. Um, there'll be two to five control points throughout the map. There'll be power ups that affect the control points, and the PTS is coming back in two to three weeks, so people can test this out, which I think is very exciting. Cool. Um, I like that it's cross faction. Yeah, cross-faction as well. Um, bonus, there's going to be a Rishi Arena. So another arena will be added into the mix. So PvPers are getting a double whammy here. Um, that's coming as well. It's coming to the PTS along with the new Warzone, but the launch date will be to be determined. There's some really cool quality of life changes um, coming as well and with Chapter 12 in April. So you can now have all five strongholds active at a time. About time. Right. Well, I think they were really worried about the server load on that. Um, but thankfully, they must have gotten something worked out. Does this mean the grand total of like 5 million creds I lost when I had to sell my Yavin not, stronghold? Is... Thing. No. I, I still haven't even activated my Yavin stronghold on this server because I'm just so distraught. Um, so 50% increase in decoration limits for the guild flagships. Cool. Uh, common decoration limit will be increased to 999. Yeah, because right now it's at 50. 50. And so that's amazing. So you, you know, you don't have to scrap stuff you get. And if you want to have 50 of the same, you know, 900 of the same lights in your house, you can do it. Right? Well, I usually buy whenever I, I guess get you it, still can't have 900, but whatever. Well, whenever I get a new deco, mm -hmm. a new common deco, and I find it on a vendor, I usually try to buy the max anyways. Right. Same because here. it costs, you know, 50 grand or whatever yeah. to max it out, depending on the price of the, the deco. But, um, I do that mostly because you usually get one or two points system for the stronghold. Oh, prestige. Yeah. You get one or two prestige, which each one you, oh, you. Yeah. You get, you get prestige points for it. Yeah. You're so right. That's the main reason why I do it. And this one is just going to give you a higher limit that you can keep getting prestige. Gotcha. For those of us that can't afford. Or run ops to get the high end, high end, hundred point right. prestige stuff. Hey, so uh, guild, they've been doing some stuff on guilds, uh, which is I think really good news for guilds. So guilds can now have a thousand members. Okay, that's huge. There's a new legacy name uh, column in your guild where you can designate that legacy's main character. Yeah, where I already, yeah, well, all in our in our when you set your member notes, right? I always say that is my main, my first right, off, whatever. and I, and I think. But this is just giving you a drop down. I think this is just system. giving you a tool. It's saying main, alt, main, right. alt. I mean, I think that's important and, and I'm glad they're doing this, man. I mean, people have been asking for guild, guild perks and guild 
some attention to guild stuff for a long time. So uh, I'm glad they're doing something. Yeah, actually, one question I kept seeing come up in the uh, the the downtime fun time was uh, cross faction guilds. That would be amazing. I would love that. Um, mass selection for editing guild members as well. So that's cool. So would we end up being the unholy mistake or the Wookiee Alliance? Uh, you'd have to ask Jesse. I like them both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they're also working on some quality of life improvements as well, which will hopefully be announced in the next few weeks. Last thing was a sub reward. Sub, sub, <clears throat> sub by March 1st to qualify for early access to Chapter 11 and receive the HK-55 inspired helmet. I like how they're kind of doing piecemeal of the HK-55. I mean, we already got the jetpack. You're going to get the helmet. And it gives you, like, I mean, once you have it all and you're sporting it all, it would probably look pretty badass. Yeah, it's it's very similar to, like, you know, because they had, I mean, granted, you only got two things, but you got the blasters and the dusters right. from, from Nico Okar. For sure, man. All right, so we have to get out of SWOTOR. We've been talking for a while about this. We um, have to escape. Uh-huh. Look at you. Anything else uh, you want to add about 4.0, 4.1? Not at all. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, me I'm too. I'm having a good time. I can't wait to finish the story, Um, so I'm amped. I'm, I'm ready to finish that and get crafting. Yeah, it's a good story, and I definitely want to start getting some crafting. Cool. Let's get to Star Wars then. Pew, pew. Pew. I was raised to do one thing. Nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish what you started. I wish it was still playing. I'd like to see it one more time. Are you saying you'd skip Deadpool to go see it again? No. <laughs> I'm actually going to see Deadpool today and tomorrow. Yeah, we I got, are. I got a date night tomorrow night for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And I'm going to I'm gonna do a little Deadpool. It's going to be amazing. All right. So uh, we don't have much Star Wars, which is good because we had a lot of SOTOR. But let's get uh, the major thing, in my opinion, out of the way, because I think this is actually kind of funny. I'm sure you have something to say about this. Star Wars gives Disney its best quarter in company history. Yeah, well, we already talked about it a few months ago that um, that 2015 was the first year that Disney had ever crossed, I think, $2 billion. Uh, or no, the, the company as a whole crossed five billion for the first time. Right. Which is nowhere near what, like, Universal's done. Because Universal includes, you know, other theme parks and NBC and, you know, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's record breaking. And this comes from Variety and it basically says the company brought in a record 2.9 billion in earnings its first quarter, which technically ended January 2nd. So it says that record breaking number is all thanks, obviously, to The Force Awakens. So. Yes. And we've already talked about that it hit 2 billion, right? Yeah, and uh box office. Yeah, and it's past 900 million domestically. Crazy. It's juggernaut. Seriously, it's ridiculous. And, and the fact that uh that Rogue One has uh, finished production and it's on post production now. Yeah, no. I can't wait. I'm so I mean, we're less than a year from that. Yeah, and then episode 8 just started filming this week. Yep, that's the next piece. Uh started filming. I can't I mean, I when I know there is Star Wars being made. It makes me kind of tingly. And it's constant now. Yeah, it's going to be, all right, we're done. We're wrapped. All right, start uh, Han Solo film. All right, we're wrapped. Start episode nine filming. It's just going to be, it's going to be awesome, dude. So um, I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah, and actually, uh, I have a little bit of maybe Rogue One spoiler news, but mm. that'll be uh, 
We'll be coming up that down in merchandise. All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. Um, so is this you? What is this? Yeah, okay. If you remember back to when Force what Awakens, is, what is this? When Force Awakens was being filmed, and Mister Harrison Ford had a hydraulic door fall and break its leg. <laughs> yeah. Well, the British version of America's OSHA basically has said that there have been workplace violations. And they have decided to go forward and sue the producers for those uh, violations. Harrison Ford is going to get paid. Um, actually, or is it just Disney? N- well, I think Disney's going to have to pay uh, the government. Oh, I'm thinking, about the, I'm thinking about the other way around. Yeah, no. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. They're saying that the, they had an unsafe workplace, Eek. Um, which resulted in the catastrophic injury to... No, fortunately, they made $2.9 billion. Yeah, they can cover their losses. I think they'll be okay. They made $2.9 billion from Disneyland today. So, <laughs> joking. All right, so... <laughs> okay, if you remember last week when we saw the new Lego Star Wars game trailer. Yep. And we thought it was hilarious. It was and hilarious. I said they need to come up with an actual movie for this. Yeah. Is well, that happening? No, but oh. it did turn out that they released this week that Disney XD this summer is going to be releasing a TV show called Lego Star Wars The Freemaker Adventures. Oh, that's cool. They, yeah, they they done droid tales before um and there's another one I think that they were doing. Um the Lego shows on disney are funny they're really good they're they're very spoofy they'll take part of the storyline but do it lego style it's a lot of fun yeah well these are going to be official canon from what i understand and they're going to involve like i think i saw ray oh very nice which would be very cool so I, I, i'd really like to see what's going to happen with the storyline the only thing that bum, bums me out about that and i guess it makes sense it's on disney xd is that my kids we never saw the force awakens because i felt like they were a little young for it right so they'll want to watch the lego one but if they haven't but seen it the might movie, not be story contingent. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. But anyway, that sounds good. Yes, I'm excited about that. And we have some Galaxy of Heroes news. Yeah, this, this game is, is just getting more and more addicting. Is more is <laughs> so much fun. As you're, if you if you could watch our community of podcasters Twitter feed <laughs> of our of our messaging going back and forth. Last week was just all filled. All right, what's your Galaxy of Heroes code? And with, you know, where, I want. Uh, here's my ally code and. Um, Oh, I just got this guy. Oh, I unlocked this guy. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a fun, fun game. And uh, big news this week is there's a new event. Yep. It's a Yoda event, and I can't play it, and I'm mad. <laughs> yeah, because uh, little Mr. Marshall over here didn't unlock enough Jedi. I only have four Jedi, but I have... Of course, dude, I haven't either. So. <laughs> I, have, I have Darth Sidious. I got some badass dudes, but I just don't have four Jedi. It's five Jedi. It's really annoying. Yeah, and I don't have the 50 bones to drop to get Qui-Gon and Anakin right now because mm. they have a special pack. Oh, right. It is 50 bones. So that would be cool because you get a lot of stuff with it, but I just can't do it. Yeah. And so uh, I'm just working my tail off to try to get Qui-Gon so I can do the event. Well, if not, by the next time it comes around, I should be able to do it. Uh, but yeah, the game's fun. And um, join us. It's fun. Yes. Merchandise. Yeah, a couple different merchandise things. We've we've had a you know the ongoing drama that is the lack of Ray toys for uh, Force Awakens. Yeah, they've released images, and we see our first images of the toys for Ray and Finn and all them. Very cool. Very cool. Um, About time. Yeah, it, I mean you can look at it if you want to follow the link. Um, and they actually, I think they they nailed they nailed Ray pretty good here. I think I've seen it. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, I, I will, they also have, oh, uh, Maz and BB-8 and Finn, and I will definitely be getting, uh, images of these. There's a whole, um, we got this from comicbook.com. There's a whole gallery of images that I'll be getting up to, um, oh, looks great. Pinterest later tonight. Looks great. The other thing is, is you have to open up this one because you're going to want to see this. 
New York's Toy Fairs this weekend, and they're already releasing a lot of stuff like that. But there is a, a Toy Fair in Germany in November, mm-hmm. uh, in Nuremberg, or in October. And there was a, some news footage, uh, of somebody that, that somebody tweeted out. And it showed images of, uh, the, like the release of toys. You have Force Awakens, and then you've got the Rebel series, right. and then Rogue One, and, you know, all that stuff, right? Well, the picture of the Rogue One, uh, stuff, which says is getting released oh. in October, it yeah, actually shows a picture of Slave One, which everyone knows is Boba Fett's ship. Oh, wow, that's amazing. So that might confirm the supposition that we had last week that, right, right. that they're going to introduce Boba Fett in Rogue One to launch his uh, standalone movie for, what was it, 2020? Yeah, and, and they still haven't announced what that third one's going to be. But everyone's assuming it's Boba Fett. We are assuming it's Boba Fett. And again, if they're going to do it right, I'm in. But I, I'd rather, honestly, and I've said this before, I'd rather see something else. But, you know, I think well, it'd be I cool. Well, I think the cool thing is, is even though they're called a Star Wars story, the anthology films. Anthologies, right. They are literally being able to build on themselves. Because if you can introduce Boba Fett and possibly the young Han Solo in this one, then you build on that for the Han Solo movie. And right. then the Boba Fett movie. Even though they're not a standalone line, they're all building on their own premises, which I think is a smart way to do storytelling. I hear you. And if, and if they're good. Oh, I mean, absolutely. That's the main thing. It it doesn't matter as long as they're good. Well, and it also does something else. We've t- we talked last week or the week before about Star Wars Forever. Um, if the Han Solo spinoff does well, they're gonna do another one. If the Bil- Bubble Fett one does well, they're gonna do another one. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you have these, you know, many. I mean, I don't even want to say trilogies at this point, but it could be trilogies within the saga. Yep. You know, is that what you were saying? No, uh, but saying. no, but I completely concur. Do you? yeah, and actually, you know, if you remember back in with the uh, the the books, they had you know tales from the Mos Eisley Cantina and tales from the Empire and tales from Jabba's Palace. You can almost think about that each one of those could be their own subset yeah, of movies. Absolutely. Um, all right, man. So, anything else? Star Wars? We're good. We're out. This is um, a quick one. We're out. All right, so we are going to get into pop culture. We have quite a bit, and then we're going to run away and go see Deadpool. Yeah, we are. So let's get to our last section. Word. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Dude, thank, I can't. I love that show so thank much. Thank you to the seductive tones of Rip Hunter. Oh, Rip. Oh. What you do to me, Rip. All right, man. So <laughs> we got to start the show with this. We do. This just came out today. I got an email today. Um, San Diego Comic-Con open registration next Saturday, February 20th. We are going to be uh, waking up early and yeah. making sure we're ready for that. It's at 9 a.m., man. And it's just like, it's going to be one of those things where we really need some RNG love. We really need some... Yeah, some, neither some one of us really do well with RNG traditionally. Oh, man, I just have bad luck um, with these things. W- even with the 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 uh, pass holder registration that you had already, right? You still only got Thursday and Sunday, right? With the pre reg, yeah. I got Thursday and Sunday. So as of right now, I am trying to get Friday and Saturday. You're trying to get something. 
Yeah, because I don't have anything yet. If of course, you, I haven't had tickets for two years. So. But here's the thing. Even if you just get in and get Sunday. Then I can get something next year. Then next year, hopefully, we'll have press pass next well, year. If but not, if not, you'll have a better chance and pre-reg, right? Right. So it's it's like these weird baby steps for something that, I mean, granted, this convention is massive and insane. Massive. But, but it'd be really nice to actually be able to go and cover the event considering we have been going. And granted, yeah, and some of these the people. Yeah, just not the outside stuff. Yeah, and... and the outside, don't stuff, worry, is the outside great. stuff is phenomenal. And we're going to have a, we're, should we just say it now? Yeah. We have an idea for, um, our community of podcasters and friends that we hung out with last year. Yeah. This was actually what Chinook's idea. Chinook's idea. And we love, we love us some Chinook. So here's what he said. He said, oops, I didn't write it down. Did I? Yeah, you did. Oh yeah, I did. It's right there. So, um, he had an idea for, because last year we hung out with Jesse. Yep. From Passionate Casual, Heather from Curly and Run. Yep. And we were there. Yep. And, um, so <laughs> the idea is that we call it, oh, and Redna's coming Redna this year. From It's a Trap. And from It's a Trap. So <laughs> he had the idea of, of doing a meetup and this is going to be a thing. We're doing this one or another. I'm announcing it now. You're welcome, everyone else. Um, it's, we're going to, but Chinook said he's going to call it the passionately usual Karelian trap cantina. <laughs> yeah. And if we can drag bad, bad feeling out there, we got to get bad in there somewhere. Yep. And of course we have Master Lou as part of the group as well. And yep. if he gets his podcast up and running, I say we call it the passionately balanced usual Karelian trap <laughs> cantina. So I mean, we can go all day with this. It could be the longest name in cantina history, but we're going to do this in lieu of a, in lieu, in, in lieu. <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. In lieu of a, um, Sotor Cantina, because we have no announcements of, yeah, of, no announcements of community yet. cantinas yet, which by now we usually have them. So I'm thinking they're done with them, but It'd whatever. It'd be nice to have a little uh, message about it, though. But we'll keep you posted after, not next week's episode, but the week after. We'll let you know if we got tickets, but we're going no matter what. So hopefully our community gets some help and gets gets in there. Absolutely. All right, man. So let's get to your book thing. Yeah. Uh, actually, you know, there's one major 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 book thing today um but actually want to tell you something a little warm my heart i was on uh on campus on friday or on thursday Mm. and uh someone came up to say hey uh mr griggs look what uh look what i'm reading and he whipped out timothy zahn's heir to the empire oh that's awesome such a good book it is and it's just like you know the young aren't all bad no (laughs) so a lot of them are terrible (laughs) but i'm just i'm joking continue so anyways big news this week as we all know, uh, J.K. Rowling is uh, returning to the Harry Potter universe with uh, her first attempt at a stage play, and it's going to be premiering in London's West End, which is basically their equivalent of Broadway, and uh, it's going to premiere July 30th, uh, 2016. It's called Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Nice. And if I remember correctly, it takes place 19 years after Deathly Hollows. Cool. So you're basically looking at them being close to 40. And their kids. So it's going to be about where we saw it. Because I think the prologue said 17 years in the future. Or the epilogue. Yeah. Something like that. So it's going to be up in that time frame. Well, they're releasing the, the book version of the script uh, July 30th. Which makes oh, sense cool. because July 30... Or sorry, they're releasing it July 31st. Because July 31st is Harry Potter's birthday. The actual character's birthday. Oh, Nice. His actual character birthday is July 31st, 1980. Nifty. Nifty. So this is actually going to be being released on theoretically Harry Potter's 36th birthday. Cool, man. Um, which actually just dawned on me was how old he would be in the stage play. Because yeah. the book ended at him being 17. All right. Or just turned 18. So, yeah. So just after that. So anyways. Um, yeah, so very cool books, book news. So TV. 
TV. So Daredevil 2, there's a season two teaser out there. Check that out. We got a link in the show notes. I cannot wait for Daredevil to come back. Is this the one where it shows it in the church with the shadows and the stained glass? I think it's a different one. I didn't okay, get, I, I really like that one. Yeah, that one was cool. We, we talked about it in real reviews, I think. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually, I think this is a different one. Um, but I'm getting them mixed up now, but it's, I cannot wait for Daredevil. Yeah. Daredevil, I, I finally saw it. Uh, as I said before, when we were doing our re, uh, our rehash on our 50th of, uh, our universal usual, and it's a really good show. It's so good. Uh, so the flash. There's a there's a poster for Killer Frost. Yeah, I'm actually. Who is uh, this? That's uh, what's her name from? Uh, it's Danielle uh, Pennebaker. Yeah, she's, Danielle Pennebaker as Killer Frost. Yeah. yeah, well, she's in Flash already. Is she? Look at her. Who is she? Look at her just her eyes. Who is she? Uh, who's the only major female in the team? The scientist. Oh, it just doesn't look like the her. one who was married. Yeah, no, it just doesn't. Oh, it doesn't look like her in this picture. Yeah, because remember we already said that uh, that Robbie Mel's coming back. As, and that's right, because they're going to Earth Two. Yeah, and her. Okay, this got is it. Killer Frost. This is her on Earth Two. Okay, all right. And her and her and her husband are still together on Earth Two. Okay, and they're both villains. Nice. I'm um, excited about this. But I do have now to that say, now I, that I know I'm very. I excited. do have a, a geek crush on Daniel Pennebaker. No, she's she. She's I beautiful. like her. I like she's beautiful. I love her character. Yes. Um. And I'd like to see her play something evil. That's cool. Exactly. And uh, this poster is going to be up on Pinterest later. Very cool. All right, man. So let's see. We have a first look at B.D. Wong as Dr. Hugo Strange in Gotham. Yeah, I'm actually a huge, huge B.D. Wong fan. Um, most people recognize him as being the evil geneticist from the Jurassic World movies. Right. Well, not evil, just scrupulous. Um, but uh, a, a lot of TV fans will recognize him as Dr. Huang from... Uh, Laundry Special Victims Unit. Okay. Yeah, man. So this is, it basically says, uh, describes Hugo Strange in the series as a mad scientist running Arkham Asylum. So that'd be cool. I, I, I'm, this is on my list. Gotham is, I have to catch up. The wife's not interested. It's one of those ones I just have to, I have to power through that first season because, because season two, I think, is what's going to make it worth it. I mean, this, I love the guy that they got to play the penguin. Yes. He's phenomenal. Um, the guy who plays, uh, Gordon is great. The kids are good. Like, it's a good show. I just, it didn't grab me enough in the first six, seven episodes, but I'm, I'm really eager to get to, to, you know, season two. So yeah. And BD Wong just makes everything better. Cool. And let's see. We have sci-fi renews the magicians for the second season. I threw this in here because I didn't know if you watched this show. You know, I don't, but I keep seeing news of it and how yeah. good it is. So I've, it's something I'm probably going to have to throw on my, uh, my plate this summer. Yeah. And it looks cool. I just, you know, I have so many shows lined up that I'm trying to watch. So. Um, you're gonna love this one, bro. Uh, <laughs> Jughead and Betty were cast for Archie's Riverdale series. Yeah, we watched. We we, talked we were about talking about this last week. week and, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would like to see who has been cast. Mm-hmm. Well, your wish is my command. Um, so oh no, Cole Spruce Sprouse Sprouse, known for Disney's Zach and Cody, will play Jughead. And actually, probably what I know him better as he played Ross's son Ben in Friends, and he was yeah. also the kid in Big Daddy. I didn't see that yet, but well, yeah. actually, okay. it was him and his brother because they're twins. They're twins. Okay. Cole and Dylan Sprouse. All right, all right. So, <laughs> you ready for the next one? Where's the name for the next one? It was right there. Surviving Jacks Lily. Oh, Surviving Jacks Lily Reinhardt is playing Betty, described as sweet, studious, eager to please, and wholesome, with a huge crush on her longtime best friend Archie. Yeah, she's beautiful. She is. I don't know who she is. But... Either way. Okay, moving on. Uh, but yeah, man. So this is a thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm really not sure what this I is, think about Cole Sprouse. This is gonna happen. This yeah. this show is gonna happen, and eh, 
<laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right. This I thought was kind of cool. Netflix is going to have um, – next. Netflix is doing Voltron. Interesting. And so there was some teaser imagery and some other stuff. So this is going to be in the vein of like a Daredevil, I'm guessing, right? Oh, really? They're going to go dark with it? I, I think so. So about, about a month ago – Netflix announced plans for oh, a new Vol- looks cool. Voltron Netflix animated series. So it's going to be animated. Now check out the official logo. Let's hope they keep Peter Cullen. So that's just the guy saying that looks cool. Yeah, but Peter Cullen, mm-hmm. who does the voice of Voltron, is also the voice of Optimus Prime, I believe. So look who's involved. DreamWorks, Netflix, Nerdist. Okay, I'm definitely on board with this. Even though I was not a huge Voltron fan when I was a kid. Um, I liked it. I liked Voltron. But no, I liked Voltron. And I love the. It, it's, okay. like a, not, it's not like my number one franchise. But. No, but I'm gonna definitely tell you where I. I you know, I was. I I love my family. We were poor. Yeah. But we didn't know, which is awesome, right? Good. It's a great way to grow up. But um, let's just say I was a GoBot guy and not a Transformers guy. Well, yeah, a lot of us were because we couldn't afford the Transformers. <laughs> exactly, which means I couldn't afford Voltron. Right. So that really is – I was a Matchbox guy because yeah. that's what I – you can afford Hot Wheels. Exactly. Um, this is intriguing me more. I actually, when I read this, thought it was going to be a live action. And now that it's animated and it's DreamWorks, I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be kind of cool. So – um, yeah, and it's definitely they're they're bringing back this. They're bringing back Power Rangers. Yeah. A, oh yeah, Power Rangers. We talked about last week. This makes me sad. This next one, um, Agent Carter is likely to be canceled. Yeah, the what I okay, I I, I did, did you see hear this? about this. I did hear about this, and actually I had it on my list. To, to, well, the the rumor is because because she's being cast in a different thing. Two things though. What is it? Uh, it's a legal drama that ABC is oh, doing. Lame. But two things about it because of the different. With the changing dynamics of how they're not only uh, releasing but filming shows, they can do them as limited runs, and they can fit both in in a year. They could. Especially because, I mean, Carter's only 13 episodes anyway. Exactly. Also, even if they do cancel the show, it's not like the character's going away. She can come into... Come in the movies. Yeah, movies, especially... Uh, um, Have you been watching the new run? The No, I, I still haven't watched season one. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's on my list. It's just just watch the damn thing. You're going to fall in love. You hit the mic. Um you're going to fall in love. You're going to love it and then we're going to have to do a whole episode on it. Well, I'm in love with Haley Atwell anyway. Well, who's not? Uh only stupid people. She's wearing some dresses in that show, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Should I, should I cut that? No, that's what? totally fine. She's wearing the dresses. She's, wearing, she's wearing the crap out of those dresses. Should we move on? Yeah. Brian Fuller's Star Trek <laughs> series. You have this in here. Yeah, well, they're they're doing a new Star Trek series, which is going to be coming out next January. And it's been announced that Brian Fuller is going to be the showrunner. Cool. And co-producer. What did he do before? I am drawing a blank. His name I sounds say American Idol? Yeah, his name sounds familiar, but Brian Fuller... It says, bringing Star Trek back to uh, television means re- returning it to its roots. And for years, those roots flourished under uh, Brian's devoted care, he says of Fuller, who has previously worked on Star Trek Deep Space Nine and Star Trek Voyager, which is perfect. I, In my opinion, I never watched Voyager. And I know, um, what's her name from uh, Somebody of Geeks who doesn't listen to this show um, would be very sad because she loves that. But um, Star Trek Deep Space Nine was like a very close second to my love of Next Generation. Oh, really? Space Nine is really good. Okay, and actually this makes sense. He was also a writer for Hannibal, writer and creator. Got it. That's why that's uh, He also wrote a few episodes of Heroes. Cool. Oh, and this is why I love him. 
He did Pushing Daisies and Dead Like Me. Oh, I love Pushing Daisies. Well, cool. So good hands. Star Trek is. Yeah. And, which <laughs> I yoded it. it. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, but it also, because he has that tongue-in-cheek humor. Mm-hmm. So they'll bring that in. All right, what do we got here? Kevin Smith? Yeah, Kevin Smith, uh, who, you know, he already does comic book men on AMC, and he and uh, Ralph Garman had been trying to get a TV oh, version Babylon. of Hollywood Babylon on AMC that fell through earlier this year, or late last year. But it looks like he's going to be doing a show called Geeking Out, and it's going to have Greg Grunberg on it. Yeah, I'm 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 amped about this. Anything that gets Kevin Smith on more TV and podcasts, I'm happy with. Well, he he has a YouTube channel now. Yes, and, which is a very enjoyable. Um, which is very good. I usually listen to the audio version of it just because I don't have a lot of time to sit around and watch YouTube. But um, I, I'm excited to see him on TV. Uh, I I watch Comic Book Men. I, the last season, I didn't watch the whole run yet. Um, I'm more of a fan of their podcast. The TV, you know, is okay, but um. But yeah, man, I'm excited about this. It's gonna be good. Yeah, and especially I love Greg Grunberg. Yeah, he's, uh, he's awesome. great and everything. Um, he's yeah. in something else coming up too. Um, I just saw a trailer some during the Super Bowl with him in it, didn't I? Well, he's just in Force Awakens. Yeah, I know, but there's something else he's coming up in. Anyway, we'll move on. Um, but uh, this uh, excites me. Not only I, I was, didn't know this. Uh, like I said, I was watching uh, at midnight last night. Yeah, and Kevin Smith was on it, and uh, um, Mike Mara was on there too, and Mike Mara's on everything. I had no idea that Mira and Smith do a podcast together called Toss Salad and Scrambled Eggs. And it's them doing completely unasked for commentary commentary yeah, of every of episode this. of Frasier. I've heard of this and I just it never dawned on me that don't get it. <laughs> well, it just never dawned on me that he would be a fan of Frasier. Yeah. Well, it makes sense, though. He's he's kind of like that. Um, this next thing, is this a thing? Powerpuff? Yes, there is a Powerpuff Girls reboot, and I put this in specifically for you because there is love, footage. I love Powerpuff Girls. Is this is this going to be animated? Yes. Is, so they're they're just bringing the cartoon back. Yes. Is it uh, is it going to be back on Cartoon Network? Watch. I don't need to see it right now. I can watch it later. Um, I believe yes, it okay. is on Cartoon cool. Network. I love that show. I that Dexter's Lab, all those shows that came out around that time, I watched those. That Johnny was my, Bravo. Yeah, those are my early waiting table days in San Luis Obispo. Ed, Ed and Eddie. Ed and Eddie. Um, Plank. Oh, I loved, I loved those shows. So I'm, I'm happy they're doing this. This is cool. Uh, comics. What, what is this? Um, 52, 52. Yeah. We talked about, uh, that DC reimagined their universe in 2011 and rebooted all of their comics with, with issue ones. Right. Which is the first time they'd done that. The new 52. Ever. Yeah. Called right. the new 52 because they did it with 52 comics. Yeah, they did. I have the ones, uh, like the Harley Quinn and the, um, there's a bunch of Right. And they did yeah. it with the Flash and right. Arrow and all that stuff. Um, but DC 52 is now turning 52 in a few months. Ooh. So they're all coming to their 52nd episode or 52nd issue. I think they just really, this month is all 48s. Okay. So it's coming up this summer. Um, and so they just announced a list of all the variant cover artists that they're getting for all the covers. So Sweet. very, very cool stuff. Um, it's just, you know, like I said, we're getting more into DC. Um, yeah. With, uh, you know, I'm getting into, uh, Arrow's Dark Archer sub run and stuff like that. I still need to pick that one up. Um, it's enjoyable. It's cool seeing Malcolm Merlin. Sweet. I love Malcolm Merlin. Yes. All right, man. So we're into movies and we've got a bunch of things here, but I think it'll go quickly. Yes. <laughs> Dynamite drop. Yeah. Well done. Uh, so we have a, <laughs> uh, I didn't actually check this out, but there's a room, there's something giant. Batman vs. Superman event coming to Good Morning America? Yeah, I haven't heard anything about this, but, you know, as good as Deadpool is doing all yeah. of their marketing, 
Batman v Superman is just surprising me because they're, they're like, really they, doing some marketing. <laughs> yeah, well, like they did the two serials. And it's right. like, who, who are you going to support by eating it? I'm like, Deadpool's doing it right. Right. Batman v Superman is doing it big. And well, I'm not sure. And with the Kevin Smith thing and all that yeah. and the lead up to a Suicide Squad and all that stuff. So it says uh, a giant in quotes. Batman v Superman event is coming to ABC's Good Morning America on Monday, February 15th. No specifics are known, but it's happening. So that's something. I guess we'll just have to wait till Monday, February 15th. Yeah, well, it's in a few days. In we'll see how that is. In a few days. All right. So this one, um, <laughs> Morena Bakrin, I never say her name right, ta- uh, is on, was on Kelly and Michael, apparently. Yes. And, um, I love her, by the way, because yeah, she's my favorite person from, one of my favorite people from Firefly. And V. And V. And she's also on Gotham right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Um, one of the main people in Gotham, actually, right now. Well, she plays uh, Deadpool's love interest in Deadpool. Exactly. So um, this is basically what she says on Kelly and Michael about Deadpool. It's grown up. Uh, it's unusual. It's not the typical superhero thing. Background offers while continuing uh, with talk of how she and Ryan Reynolds put together the sex scenes in the movie. After you see it, you'll realize they must have had fun with this. It was like we were trying to come up with absurd ways to have sex, but it's really romantic. So... I, I'm in, bro. Well, we are already in. In in less than two hours, we'll be sitting in the movie theater. Yes, we will be. An R-rated so, superhero movie. And with this woman who I love. Yeah, and one of the things is graphic nudity. So we'll see if we see... Uh, did I did I say that I kind of love her? So we'll see if we see... It's uh, getting weird. Right, let's move on. Um, <sighs> you're so stupid. All right, so I didn't watch this yet, but we'll have a link in the show notes because I kind of wanted to wait till after the I'm movie. I'm going to watch it after the movie. Um, but I, there was a link for 15 minutes of Deadpool B-roll footage. So, and I can see that as like 18,000 18, lines of him. He's hilarious. Ad-libbing. So, well, I, and Ryan Reynolds is the king of ad-lib too. Yeah, they're they're going to be great together. So, uh, X-Force. I was trying to remember that. I was talking to somebody yesterday, but Ryan Reynolds wants to, uh, the X-Force made. Which makes sense too. Yeah, which is basically an X Men team with Deadpool on it, and that's and, that's gonna happen, I think. Yeah, well, considering that Fox has the rights to both X Men and and I mean it's their two major properties, yeah. X Men and Deadpool now, um, especially since we're already seeing Colossus in Deadpool, it just yeah. makes sense that this will be the next step. And I think that's gonna be great. And piggybacking on that, uh, they've already greenlit the sequel to Deadpool. Uh, why wouldn't they? Well, I mean, and they're already also working on New Mutants, which right. is another sub team of X Men. So this is gonna be this is gonna be great. Yeah, I, I'm I'm hoping I think they really if they knock it out of the park here. It's gonna be a whole bunch of movies that are gonna be amazing. Yeah, I mean, Fox, ironically enough, is the only people besides Marvel that is doing Marvel right. Right. Um. Well, they mm. have some misses, such as Wolverine and well, uh, Wolverine Fantastic was okay. Four. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, that's a so, pro- that's a different problem. But they're doing it right with with they've especially with the reboots of X Men and now Deadpool. Yeah, they're they're starting to get it right. Um, they can't just put out because you know they're the ones that really brought back the superhero movie with the release of X Men in two thousand. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But they can't just release superhero movies with major characters and make money now. Right. Marvel and DC have have, have raised the bar. And sure. Sony's gotten on board while, by working with Marvel to get Sp- uh, Spider-Man right. Right. Um, we'll see how it goes. Man. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Last last thing on Deadpool, which in my opinion, this is funny because I read a lot of the comics. Okay. So Ryan Reynolds um, has makes a comment on Deadpool's uh, open sexuality. Okay. Um, he says, a boyfriend would be great. Deadpool, 
it's it's not it's all it's all good. Deadpool and, don't give a no, and it's it's really fun. So I'd like to see them kind of play with that. Obviously, Ryan Reynolds is in. I think that'd be pretty fun. I think with when it comes to Deadpool and it comes to anything sexuality, guns, yeah. blades. If it feels good, yeah. do it twice. <laughs> and that's 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 kind of how he rolls. So I think that's going to be good. Well done. Um, all right, man. So uh, this caught me off guard. Johnny Depp was cast as the Invisible Man for Universal. Yeah. Now, this is not the um, – I keep wanting to say Richard Wright, but it's not Richard Wright. The one from the 50s. We're talking about the original. No, we're talking about the original yeah. Universal. And this is in the same uh, thing that they're rebooting The Mummy. Right. With Tom Cruise and and they're doing it all in a in a major universe because you've got the Mummy, Wolfman, Invisible Man, Dracula, all these Universal titles. Dracula, I can't remember if Dracula is one of them. Yeah, so this is going to be part of that universe. So yeah. to eventually see Johnny Depp and Tom Cruise together in a movie would be interesting. I'm in. Um, and also, you know, side note, uh, Funny or Die does uh f- funny, yeah, humor on online. They did a. They made a fake trailer for Donald Trump's, a movie based on Donald Trump's The Art of the Deal. Oh, my God. And it's all, like, the filming styles, 80s and everything, and it's Johnny Depp as Trump. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Hilarious. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, we don't have the link in our show notes. It's no, just something that I happened just... to see, I think, on The Nightly Show last night. Yeah. But it was hilarious. That's funny, man. So check it out. All right. So that's going to be cool. Uh, there's some more rumors for Thor 3. Including Himdall, Final Battle, Heimdall. Heimdall, uh, Final Battle, and more. So I'm going to open this up because... Uh, yeah, actually, I put... Did you put this in too? No, it's a different article on the same topic. Oh, so do you want to talk about it? Um, well, I put it later on, but okay. it's just the, the rumor of who's possibly going to die. Oh, uh, okay. So, well, basically, there's rumor that Heimdall, the black dude from the Guardian of the Gate thing, right? Idris Elba. Uh, Idris Elba, he's going to be in the film. Yes. Right? He will be in the film. Okay. And according to the report, uh, ooh. Oh, so this is in there. Yes. That's the rumor. Yes. Rumor that he dies. Yes. Sorry. Spoilers. Maybe. Steal my thunder. Sorry, bro. Oh! Okay. See? Now we're just getting cheesy. <laughs> Guess we had a case of loop earlier. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> so stupid. It's the day drinking that's doing it, my friend. I love day drinking. Okay. So, um, that's going to be cool. Uh, so we'll leave that as a rumor. I don't, I don't want to dive too much into that. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I do like that character, though. So do I. Well, I like Idris Elba's fantastic. He is. This bums me out. Steven Spielberg's Ready Player One is pushed back to avoid clashing with Episode Eight. Well, it had to happen because it was already on that release date that yeah. Star Wars jumped on when it moved back from May. Right. So, and I, I'm the reason I'm, I'm really looking forward to Ready Player One. Like I said, I teach the novel. I love the book. Um. And I love that Spielberg's in, in on it, and it's, I think it's going to be great. Well, they're only pushing it four months. Yeah. It's not that they're pushing it a whole year. It's just going from December of 16 to April yeah. of 17. They're, they're just they're just getting out of Star Wars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're just getting out of the way. Uh, and then we have, let's see, Ezra Miller Flash movie gets moved up, though. Uh, I was hoping it would get changed, to. Yeah, we keep hoping, but it's just not going to. So it's been reported Ezra Miller the Flash movie has been moved up a week by Warner Brothers from March 23rd to March 16th. Um and let's see, it says they have yet to officially announce a release date for the Flash film, but the March 2018 release date has been heavily speculated for a while. Um, and there's a featurette uh, about the Dawn of Justice. So. Yeah, just remember, we're still two years away. Oh, yeah. This is going to change again, most likely. Everything, everything's uh, subject to change. 
Uh, Captain America chronological edit. What's this? Yeah, there's a fan made. Uh, oh, I uh, see this. Somebody where somebody took all the footage from the Captain America Civil War trailers have been released and put them order in what he thinks is a good estimate estimation of what happens chronologically. Hmm. And um, I liked it. It cool. was very interesting. Uh, the audio is a little weird because of the way that the, the, the soundtracks may match yeah. up. Yeah. But uh, I enjoyed it. I oh. definitely recommend checking out because it gives um, what I liked is it focused on a couple of uh, shortcut scenes that you don't normally that you didn't really focus on in other trailers, but because it put them into a context, right? I'm like, oh wow, didn't notice that before. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't I haven't checked it out yet, but I, I will for sure. Transformers. Yeah, we, uh, can we not talk about Transformers every week? We, I'm sorry, but I'm the, joking. They've already said that Transformers five, <laughs> six, and seven are going to be coming out. Yeah. Uh, Michael Bay has said that he's only doing five, so we'll see who gets pulled in to do six and seven. Maybe they'll be better. Uh, we'll see. Maybe. Um, but they've basically, uh, announced that they're going to be doing just as we said last week, uh, Fast and Furious has, uh, picked out dates. Uh, Transformers is doing June 23rd, 2017, June 8th, 2018, and June 28th, 2019. Cool. I will probably see none of them. <laughs> I'll wait until. I mean, look, we'll later. get them, we'll acquire them later and watch them. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, I didn't put this next one in here. I was going to, <laughs> but then I'm just, I'm, I'm getting, it's going on Pinterest, but yeah, they revealed the Ecto 2. It's a motorcycle. Yes. <laughs> Which I believe it was already. I, I believe the Ecto 2 was a motorcycle, but I think it had a sidecar that, yeah, that Slimer sounds right. rode in. Because Ecto 1 was the car. Yes. And Ecto 2, yeah, I maybe there was, was, the was a sidecar on it. Yeah. I don't remember. I haven't seen those movies in so long. Well, I think the Ecto 2 actually came from the, cartoon oh, the real good maybe that's why i don't know if i ever want oh no i did watch that cartoon yeah. yeah so that's cool there's pictures of it he'll put it on pinterest all right so let's get to merchandise and get out of here and go see deadpool yeah we're you know we actually we've been talking more and more about toys yeah as we get to merchandise and again i'll give a little kevin smith plug you know he's doing work with screen junkies uh xl um and he does a show with muse yeah called what's in the box where they open oh, right. new toys and yeah. everything so you know i'm, I'm kind of getting more into like i'm really digging funko stuff um i don't i don't buy action figures or uh, 12 inch dolls whatever um if i could ever afford to buy hot toy or uh, hot toys or or a sideshow sideshow one six collectibles uh, awesome but a man can dream (laughs) yeah we work in education yeah Uh, (laughs) um this one was actually uh the, I mean, well, DC, they're doing superhero girls, which is cool, because as long as they start targeting girls, I mean, yeah. there's already it's, such strong female characters and superheroes. It's just a smart way to do it. Yeah. The guys are going to collect them, too. Yep. And the and give the girls something to pick off the shelf and buy. Like that's Ray. Not, that's not a freaking Barbie doll, for exactly. God's sake. Um, the next one, though, I thought was most, most interesting is they are coming up with crossover collectibles that are dc cross with thomas the tank so it's basically <laughs> tank engines yeah. that are themed like batman that's kind of cool it is but why not marvel considering thomas the tank was an ant-man that's a good point i just thought this was an interesting uh, marketing decision. yeah that's weird well dc probably got to him first uh probably um also, uh, they announced uh, that they already have a Batman animated series collectible line. Yeah. Uh, they've expanded it to include Batman Beyond stuff. I love Batman Beyond, dude. I love Batman the Animated Series. Uh, I just, I love those cartoons. Yes. They're, they're like some good. of my very favorites of all time. So awesome. Yep. Oh, this is, <laughs> have you seen this? I have. Uh, talking about Funko, I mean, because obviously we're getting into 
the Deadpool core box uh, box from Funko and the Smuggler's Bounty. They have some Deadpool Funkos that they're releasing, and they look bad. Daredevil. Bad being good. Uh, what did I say? Deadpool? You, d- you said Deadpool. Yeah, we, we have Daredevil. Deadpool on the mind. It's Daredevil. We're talking about Daredevil. Yeah, and, and it's all the <sighs> Netflix series theme. These are great. I guess they're Dorbs? They're not Funko? Right, because I think it's short for adorable. Oh, I, I got it. I just was making sure we're dif- dif- uh, differentiating. Uh, so it says Funk. Oh, so no, it is Funko. Fungos reveal their Dorbs line. Oh, they're just. They're As gonna, opposed to their pop line. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna milk this, dude. It's going to be amazing. They're, they are adorable, though. It's like little Deadpool with little batons. and Yeah, well, I love that they have the, the one with the black suit with the bandana. And he's little. and The red glasses. And the glasses. Oh, my God. This is great. Yeah, I want all of these. Well, then there's, there's oh, the Funko, and then, Funko and there's, Pop. Yeah, here's the Funko ones. Oh, these are cool, man. Yeah, the, basically the difference is the Funko Pop line has the um, has the uh, the the rectangular the oval shaped rectangle heads, whereas and the, the, and the small bodies. Too. Yeah, whereas yeah. Uh, the Dorbs have the round heads. And they have the round bodies too. Yeah, so. Cool, man. Last thing. Last thing they are releasing. Uh, I, from what I saw, three new Harlequin action figures. Yeah. Uh, they are cool looking. Have you seen all the stuff with um with uh Suicide Squad? S- no, Smith's daughter. Oh yeah. And uh she's dressing up as Harley Quinn yep. and like I mean with she, the bat and everything. And and actually I just listened today, um I don't know if you've listened to it yet, but one of their shows from a couple weeks ago or a week or so ago, um Harley said to reporters that she wants that before she leaves this earth wants to play Harley Quinn. That would be cool. <laughs> and I'm like, that's cool, but somebody's literally just got that role and it's gonna come out in the movie, but that's cool. Um these are great, dude. I I I love these toys. I yeah. love Harley Quinn. So Yeah, so so we'll get pictures of these up on, on Pinterest. Yeah, so, links in the show notes too. So. Yeah, lots of stuff on Pinterest. All right man, so this Deadpool Day and we're let's day get out of here. and let's get out. So thanks for tuning in to the usual podcast. We welcome all feedback. So if you have comments or questions, you can find us at the usual podcast.com, email us at the usual podcast at gmail.com and of course we are on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, and Swotor Network. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I am Will Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitch Radio, and Google Play. So please love us, like us, and all those things. Share us on any social media you can get your hands on because we need we need the love. We like to feel loved. We also like chimichangas. Chimichangas are good too. And so, of course, we have audibletrial.com slash usual podcast, um, pa- patreon.com slash usual podcast. Give us a buck or two an episode. Help us out. And Warby Parker. Yeah. And check out Gamefly. our support us page. We have Gamefly and Warby Parker. More info on those to come, but support us page on our website at the usual podcast.com. And you can find out any way that will fit your needs to help us, our needs. Your needs are our needs. Now it's getting weird. So should we go? Let's go see a movie. Happy Deadpool Day. Thanks Happy again. Deadpool Day. We'll see you all next week. Boom. Boom. <laughs>